Hello and welcome to Gifts of the Weird and we have a special edition because we are going to be talking about the Morrigan. Yes, the Morrigan which is a Celtic goddess and I'm just really excited because I have with me Bella Seol from Seol Oracle Decks and Bella has created the beautiful Oracle of Nihilenia which I own and use and love very much. It's a beautiful deck and is still available so get yours as soon as you can. And she is now completing an Oracle deck dedicated to the Morrigan. And she also has some other projects that she may be able to speak with about, speak with us about in the works. So, Bella, welcome again to Gifts of the Weird. Uh, hi, thank you. Thank you for the invitation again. And thank you for all the support. And it's really nice to be back here and share <laughs> about the decks and about the wisdom that comes through the deck and that comes to me. And then I try to put as much as I can on the, the cards and on the books to, to share because it's, it's what uh, I'm supposed to do, <laughs> to share all the, the beauty and the power of the, the, the advice through the cards. Absolutely. And the Oracle of Nehalenia, of course, uh, we will get to the Morrigan because she is the subject of our of our talk now. But just briefly about the Nehalenia Oracle deck, which has been out for about a year now. And it is really a beautiful deck. I have really enjoyed working with it and connecting to her through it and with it. And so have several people that I have exposed to it. They really love it. So I cannot wait uh, to see the Morrigan deck. Actually, for our listeners, I have seen images of the Oracle of the Morrigan. What is the actual name of the deck? Is it the Oracle uh, of the Morrigan? Or? No, the, the name will be the Transformational, the Transformation Oracle of the Morrigan. The Morrigan being the, the triad of goddess. So it's really deep in a lot of meanings, and it's transformational because it's a deck that comes with a suggestion of rituals, how to connect, and a lot of a lot of exploration of different guises of Morrigan that we can use in our life to understand our process, our anxieties, our wishes. So it's really, really deep in a lot of meaning. So for this reason, is the transformational because it it brings a lot of um, reflection about life. I feel very very excited that you shared some of the images with me, and I'm going to make my our listeners jealous until you actually produce them all, and we can get these cards in our hands because they are stunning. They are uh, going. To, this is going to be a really transformational deck indeed. It's beautiful. The cards that I have seen. Just the images alone have struck me as being very important and, and transformational and interesting. So, and I haven't even read the book, so or seen the the rituals that come along with it. So, I can only imagine that for anyone issuing or interested in connecting to the Morrigan or who was already connecting to the Morrigan, that this is going to be a really amazing avenue for that connection, a way to connect even deeper with her so that she can help transform and change their lives. So, Bella, how did you start getting connected to the Morrigan herself? And 
Is there one aspect of the Morrigan that connects to you more, such as Maeve or Bav, those those types of aspects of her? So um, the Morrigan came to me practically at the same time as Nehalenia. Mm. Uh, when in 2009, so it's 10 years. Wow, my God, a decade. <laughs> <laughs> time goes so fast. It so does. Um, 2009, when I joined a coven uh, in Brazil, I received Nehalenia as my, my personal deity. And in that time, I had no idea who was Nehalenia and I didn't find any information for a while. And because I, I was waiting to discover something about Nehalenia, uh, I was dedicated to Morrigan. It was like uh, <laughs> like uh, giving me something because I was really anxious to have a deity. And the priestess, uh, she gave me Morrigan also. And she used to say that I have a lot of Morrigan like in my, in my personalities. Anyway, and then I, I started, of course, I had more information. So easy to find information about Morrigan. And yes, there is. Then I discovered that uh, the aspect of Morrigan was Morigu, the goddess Morigu. And um, I started my connection with her. And I, I can say I have a very different perspective and experience with, with her because I, I know a lot of people that ha work with her. And I, I see a lot of people talking about different experiences and She's so fierce and she's so strong and she's yes, I, I think Morgan she imposed herself. Her presence is really, really strong. But I don't I never experienced any any I never had any any experience with her when she was really in an aspect uh, uh dark or something like that. And I used to say for me, she's a, a mother she, because she, she's so by my side all, all over during the process. I discovered that it's because I'm, I'm not delicate. I'm not a delicate person. I'm not so emotional because I have this really, um, I, I'm changing a lot <laughs> and becoming a more civil, <laughs> I'm becoming more civilized. But <laughs> I was, I was younger. I was really, um, I don't know the word. I was terrible <laughs> in a good way, but I was really so so strong in 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 my point of views. I was so imposing myself all the time. So I think I didn't have the the feeling. I, I couldn't feel like oh, Morgan. She scares me a little bit. No, I, I think I, I was more excited. Oh, she's by my side because we are like crazy the same way. In, in somehow, of course, I, I'm not comparing myself to, to, to a deity in, in all aspects because it's impossible. But in some, in somehow, I didn't, I never saw her as a fierce, dark, or whatever people really believe about her or about them because with time I discovered the the work with them uh, not only Morigu but but the tree the the triad Bav and and Maha and then I started working with them but it's really an aspect of myself that that I I really work a lot because it was there I I'm really the warrior it's my it's my my personality since i was a kid and 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 it's really like that i'm a, i'm a, 
I'm a strong woman invading a male territory in my business, in my profession. All my life, even when I was a teenager, I was the only girl between boys in, in friendship. I was the only girl working in a big company department that I was the only woman. And, and I'm feminine at the same time. So cr I felt myself crossing the board to the, the male world, but keeping my, my essence as a woman. And I, I never had any, any type of situation that uh, a, a man could put me in a submissive position. In my relationships, in my profession as a lawyer, and every, everywhere. So all this made me the, the dimension about myself, that how, how I was really in an aspect that is not common for women. And I think Morgan is really like this. She is the archetype of woman being not what a woman was socially and culturally trained to be. I think Morgan, inside the, the Celtic pantheon or culture, She is the woman crossing the board. We have phenomenal deities, other uh, goddess in, in Celtic mythology. But I think Morgan is the one that she goes there and proves to everybody, hey, I, I have the same right to this place as anybody else. And I, I I, uh, my, my connection was really like this, to understand how I was close to her in, in many aspects of my life. So it was smooth. I, I, I can say it was really smooth. But I can understand a lot of people that they were very fragile in difficult periods in their lives. I have a lot of uh, people telling me that they were thinking about suicide. They are really desperate. And Morgan just entered their lives. And some people had really visions Like Morgan really telling, you are not doing anything to yourself. You need to be strong. So get up, stop crying, and be the warrior you are supposed to be. So when I put all this experience together, my experience with everybody else that shared the experience with me, I can understand that how strong Morgan is. And I can see also a lot of misconceptions. And I talk a little about this in my book. That I think people sometimes they, they classify the deities in a very limiting idea. Like Morrigan is the, the fierce goddess of warrior. She is really the witch. She is really put a spell to cut the head of the animals, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that, hey, but why not explore her a little more than that? Because there is much more there. Like, The same way that sometimes people believe that certain deities are so sweet, so cute, so nice, but that all the deities are deep. And I, I never believe that a deity is only one thing. Like us, we are light and, and shadow. We are light and darkness. So we are complex. Imagine deities as concept, as archetypes, as energy. So it's... My experience is really this. Morgan came to my life and anyway, just, I, I had, a, I had a lot of, uh, understanding about myself. It's like, was like, um, mirroring myself on aspects of her.
in in yeah. many ways in understanding myself. What prompted you to create the the Oracle deck for her? Did she one time come to you and say, "Hey, I want you to make a deck for me," or did you, as you were exploring different options for creating decks, as you have been inspired and you are so good at it, uh, this just sort of came to being? Uh, how did the inspiration come to create this deck? So I was finishing a Helena, and in my in my my idea, I had to to finish the Helena. I had that task. Mm-hmm. So I received the task about Nehalenia and I had to do that and I would be free. Oh my God. That was just <laughs> the, the, the beginning of my, <laughs> of my, I don't call prison, but <laughs> my commitment, my commitment. <laughs> so, and I was, uh, I was finishing Nehalenia. I was already setting up to start publishing Nehalenia. And I decided to dedicate a month to work with Morgan in in my practice. And it was during all my rituals in October 2016. I dedicated the, the entire month of October to Morgan. And I start receiving the the insights, like information, like thoughts, like why not? Why not an oracle deck for uh, to me? And then I okay, let's see. And then I started with the symbols because it's it's easier. And then it start popping up my all in my dreams, in my insights, and during the rituals, the aspects of the Morgan. And then because of this, the Oracle has a different structure. It's really a, a bad comparison, but it is like the major arcana and the minor arcana on tarot. So I have 12 aspects of the Morgan. They are aspect cards and 36 cards related to symbols. So this is a bigger deck. It's 48 cards. Mm-hmm. And the car- the aspect cards, they will have a different color. So people will separate them from the, 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 the other decks because the way I was inspired to work with this deck is always taking one aspect card to answer the question. So with the aspect card chosen, I have already a lot of my answer. So I know which aspect is answering and, and what mm. is warning me or it's what advising me. And all the other cards they will uh they will just add details about what's being said to me by the aspect card so it's a very different even for for me it's really really a different method a different way of reading is really something that is is um in the beginning was a little not difficult but a little different to start uh working with and then it started being smooth and i tried to, to do the the best I could in terms of uh, ex, uh, explaining on the book to make easy, yes, and and it works very good. It works very good, and I I've been uh, doing readings for other people, and and the, the details are there. So the structure of this oracle is really interesting because it's twelve cards being the aspect cards. So which which aspect of Morgan is answering the question? 24 symbols related to her and 12 other cards are the four uh, moon phases, four elements and four seasons. The elements, the the moon and um 
the seasons, they talk about time. They talk about uh, confirming uh, how long time can take to that result or if the, uh, the situation is is in process or it's uh, it's fragile or is already uh, stable. So it's really, really interesting. And there's a lot of magic also that can be done with the cards. And it's really interesting. Yeah, the uh, element cards, which you shared with me, are really beautiful. I love the wisps of color in them and that the colors reflect the type of element and how the element is reflected in the, in the drawings by Igor. So uh, and we'll talk about your connection with Igor about that in just a minute. But I just want to say that the element cards are, are beautiful. And the other cards that you showed me are, are some of our aspect cards, I think. I, I'm really looking forward to getting my own deck and exploring the different elements that you're bringing. Because I like the concept that you're bringing with the, a the aspect of Morgan is the one that's talking to you. And then she's amplifying what her messages are through the elements, the seasons, the moon phase cards. Those are going to be really interesting ways to layer a reading with the, the transformational Morgan deck. That's really a great way. How did that come to you about bringing these different types of elements into a reading and into the deck itself? Because that's a lot of different layers and that's a really interesting way to do that. How did that kind of come to you? It happened. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. It's like... I, I had no idea to create. I didn't have any pretension to intention to to create something so deep. Mm -hmm. I I just in the beginning I just thought, oh, I'm doing another deck. Okay, nice. Yes. And every time I was working and developing and trying something, used it to come out, uh, uh, to come out and and showed me directions and and. I was inspired to do in this way and to do in that way. In the beginning, I, I would never imagine 48 cards is a very big uh, structure for, for an Oracle deck. That is. And it's, yes, especially if you're working with only a deity. So it's not uh, so, it's not like the tarot cards that they are so, so free and can, can fit a lot of meanings there. But working, I need to 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 be at least co coherent with the deity. I cannot just put a lot of things that symbols that are not related to her or to them. And then I I really had to 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 think about. And I really understand Morrigan also when we talk about she she is the 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 goddess of the witches. She is the, always involved in magic. Yes, but the ba ba base of magic, four elements are there. The phases of the moon are there. Um, the cycles of nature are there. So all this magic that is in nature, um, I, I thought immediately, yes, this fits perfectly here. And all the other symbols are really related to her. So just a few of them. The, the animals, she, she, she disguised herself to attack the, the, the hero, uh, Kukulay. I think is, this is the name and the, the, the pronunciation of his name because it's, anyway, <laughs> it's really complicated <laughs> to, to, to translate all these Celtic names. She disguised herself in an eel. Uh, in a heifer, or heifer, and in a wolf. So all the all these animals have uh, uh, have meanings. All the battlefield, uh, 
her meeting with Dagda on on the on the river uh on the ford of the river so all these these cards uh, all these these symbols are cards to answer details in 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 the in the oracle and uh it starts coming <laughs> and is this um about the aspect cards as i told you most of the time when when we we go to 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 read to research about morrigan we have main aspects like the the witch the, uh, the warrior the shapeshifter so these are aspects very easy to to get but i i was really missing um some aspects about her that talks about how she is a provider because morrigan doesn't have the three of them they are not related to a maternal uh, aspect but uh and for a while i i i i really feel they in somehow they are they are the protectress of their people they choose their their child you know uh and i see even though it's not a, a maternal um aspect but i see a maternal aspect on when they choose who is going to to win the battle so i was trying to explore that and and for a while that was a, a kind of difficult till one day came out to my mind she's not really a mother but she's a provider Mm-hmm. because she provide she provides whatever people need so and if we if we understand the difficulties of the tribes trying to survive she is the one that comes to fight along their chosen ones and yes she 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 guarantees the land and the continuation of 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 life surviving so in somehow she's related to the aspect of prosperity not not financially but all the type of wealth wealth of the land wealth of the 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 cattle so i think this is so underestimated when we really work them so exploring this i came to 12 different aspects and this is an aspect that that i consider like a in in the deck the others are easier to to really uh, take them from whatever we know about them but the provider is something that was like whispered in this deck so and it's for me one one of the most beautiful cards is is her with the naked uh, breasts and with the castles behind and she has beautiful horns and she has a horse on her side so it's for me amazing card beautiful i'm trying to see if that's one that you gave me but i don't think it is it sounds beautiful and it sounds the the detail that has gone into this work so that that leads us to working with igor again uh, you've worked you're working with igor alexander as the the artist and yeah and you worked with him on the oracle of nihelenia his work there is beautiful and the work on the morakan deck is quite different than the oracle of nihelenia and that's not a criticism it's not a bad thing it's just it's different and i think it reflects the personalities and the workings of the two goddesses so how did you come to uh, discuss what you wanted with the uh, transformational oracle of the morrigan so uh when we we were doing nihelenia we decided that 
because Nehalen is related to water, water mm-hmm. he would use water color. Water colors. In yes, in Nehalen. So it's a way to put some the energy also in his work. Igor is very mystical. He's really, really, really in another dimension. Yeah. <laughs> he's re- yes, yes. He's an artist. And he's he's a wizard in in the most most complete term of the the word is him. And when we were finishing Helena and I started coming with the the idea of Morgan, and I told the only thing I told him and say I don't see that much color. I think Morgan in black and white would work really really good. And and he said, "Okay, so let me work with pencil." He used pencil, but he used all the technique that I don't know the name in English, sorry. <laughs> so, and he he used black and white and few cards. He decided to put color. Mm-hmm. But like I gave him the idea of the card like I remember the first card he did was the shape shifter. And I told him, Morgan used to to transform herself into a raven. And he said, okay, it was like that. And then a few days later, he came out with the cards, like the first draft. And I was in love. And, and mm. this is the, the first, first draft is whatever it was approved. Because I love, it's a woman really turning herself into a, a, a bird. So... Because Igor is he's very even though he's not that connected to Morgan, he's he's really crazy about Ecate. He mm-hmm. he's really a, a a priest of Ecate. So he goes and he starts reading about he starts connection. He asks for, for inspiration if he's working with the goddess. So he has his process and things comes out really beautiful. Uh, I always say I don't have that much credit for the image because I just approve. I just sometimes suggest a detail or or order, but most of the time, like 80% of the the illustration, it's him. And I give total freedom to him. And I like the result. So it's really smooth. It's really nice to work with him. He's our second partnership. And let me... Let's see what uh, comes more. He has all the decks he's working for me, but um, I have all the people working in all the decks too. And I like this. I gave two different uh, works to Igor, like Nehalenia and Morgan, and they are completely different. And I love this because a lot of artists, after a while you see, oh, Okay, I can identify that artist, but in these two works, you cannot even imagine that it was the same artist because the work is so different, it's so unique. It definitely is, and I am looking at. I do have the you did share with me the provider card, which is beautiful, very piercing. The card. I mean, I'm looking at it right now, and I'm like, wow, that's. <laughs> That's such a, that's going to be a great uh, or an interesting, when she shows up in your reading, that's going to be very interesting. And then the uh, shapeshifter one is really phenomenal. I really love it. And I love how there's just a tiny bit of color and one aspect of it, just a little bit of red to think, wow, it's giving an amazing part of the artwork. And you're right. If you put the two decks side by side, you would never think that 
they were both drawn by the same person. And to me, I think that's that's really wonderful because it's giving the cards their own personality, their own connection to the goddess as she is revealing herself to the people that are now coming to know her better or, or, or knowing her. So that's really amazing. I'm so glad you did that. And it's so nice that he has that connection to that they're speaking to him in a way, even though if he doesn't personally have a relationship with them, they're still saying, hey, this is how I want you to express my my deck, my card, my cards for, for the people to see. Yeah, I, I really believe on that, too. Yes. And he's so sensitive and he's so spiritual. And I think he, he easily, he can really reach the, the deities or the energy and the concept and, and really put that on 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 the on the images yes absolutely so with the morrigan book you've sort of hinted at or you've actually clearly stated that it will contain rituals and and items like that to accompany the the deck so how what else will be or what will be the book in your vision that you're creating and how will it help a person be able to bring this transformational aspect into their lives a little bit better when I when I decided to make a book, when I decided the first one, Nehalenia, I I tried to make easier, and I was really worried about creating a new deck and thinking about, wow, should I should I do like that? And Arian Holt came just to say, yes, you're going to do that and maybe more. It was the process that I I start adding rituals, the suggestions. There are very simple rituals, but more for connection. And uh, and then I started developing deeper. And then I discovered all my oracles will be like that. So it's, it's my way to work with decks. So it's really, it's my way. It's, it's, um, I cannot uh, work in a different way because that's the, the way it works to me. And I think uh, when I gave some or- workshops in Netherlands last year about the Nehalenia deck i told people feel free to to work the way you like if you want just for prediction go ahead if you want to to explore a little deeper go ahead but i also add i like nehalenia for business for decision in business for career for ways i i really love it because she is related to that She's related to business. She's related to trade. She's related to ways, protection on trips. On, on she's the protectors of uh, commerce and travelers. So I think she is really uh, involved in all these uh, professional and career subjects. So because of that, I really like her. The, that that deck to explore deeper when my question is about that. So it's really layers of the same oracle that we can have different approaches, you know. Well, I think it's going to be a great opportunity. And are you able to share sort of a expected release time period, such as in fall or spring next year or winter or something? Do you know when we're hoping to see this happen? What, what's coming to the future for the transformational oracle of the Morrigan? Uh, I'm working to have it released on October 2019. So I have a few months. Um, I have, I'm just working in the last, uh, details 
I I made just the 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 first proof of the 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 cards and I have some things that I I want to change. Yeah, and I'm going to to work for having it release it on October. Excellent. That's beautiful. The month the month of Morrigan. Oh yes, of course. That oh that would be a great and, release time. And and exactly three years since it started. So it's really <laughs> it's really <laughs> meaningful. Yes it is. It will be meaningful. That's great. And of course we will be updating and of course people can go onto Facebook and like the page Bellaseal Decks or Bellaseal Oracle Decks and you will be giving updates along there as well as through your website and Twitter account. And where else are you on social media? Anywhere else? Instagram. Instagram. So I will post those links yes. in my in my notes section. And of course, we'll have all of those available so that people can follow you and to get those updates and find out when they can start pre-ordering, ordering, and, and, and getting those options available. Perfect. Do you have any other projects that you want to speak about at this time? I have. Uh, I have Arian Hold that the cards are done. The book was completely, I thought it was uh, finished. And I, I decided to, I decided, I had a lot of insights to put more on the book. And I was thinking about releasing this year, but probably I'm releasing in 2020. Okay. And because there's a lot of stuff that I, I, I want to put in that book. And it's a very beautiful, very powerful, very meaningful deck also. Because Iron Hold, it's another goddess that is not that popular. Mm-hmm. But she's so she she's so amazing. She's so deep. And after three or four try uh, trials to find somebody to illustrate Freya, I finally got somebody, and I'm in the process of doing. So I have few cards already done, and I hope to for 2020 I have Freya and Arianhold. For sure. A Freya deck. That is going to be really looking forward to that, especially I know our Gifts of the Weird listeners will be interested in a Freya deck and cannot wait to see how she is revealing herself to you for this deck and the many wonderful things that she'll be doing. So that those are great things. So those are projects that we can tentatively look forward to in 2020. Uh, I'm on pins and needles. I don't want to wait that long, but I will patiently. So, Bella, thank you so much for being with us. I really appreciate you taking the time. I'm so glad that you are so connected to these goddesses, that they are bringing forth so much wisdom and strength and spiritual insights that uh, they want you to share and bring to us today. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. And I I have to thank you a million times (laughs) for all the support. And yes, I, I just want to make um, these oracles just go to the right hands to, and bring all the wisdom to everybody and like they, they bring to me. I'm glad to, to be a, a tool on sharing this. Absolutely. And thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Follow me on Twitter at Weird Gifts. Like my Facebook page at Gifts of the Weird. Send me an email with ideas for topics or maybe some heathen musicians or guests that you think might be interesting to listen to on the podcast. Gifts of the Weird at gmail.com. Check out the show notes for links. Thank you and hail the gods. Get back.
But regrets to call my own